0: A.G. Spartan Fan 35. Oh, and one more note before we get started. I'd like to apologize to
1: anyone I've not offended yet. Please be patient. I'll get to you shortly. Welcome into episode 118 of the TFS pod. It's April 4th, that's crazy to say. Uh, Years flying by. Um, College basketball is now over. Sad. Um, Now it's just a stupid NBA. Um... Masters week though um, One of the best weeks in golf of the, of the year um, Got a lot of stuff to to go over In regards to basketball um, And then golf as well Will be heavy on the Masters um, Material here today um, Well the podium was always all start I uh, saw this article on The Athletic I got to read half of it And then it wouldn't let me It said I had to pay for it So that was stupid But I read half of it And it was really good um, it's about Draymond Green. A lot of people say Draymond's a jerk, classless, crap human, all the stuff. To all those people, I say screw you. This is a a guy. I mean, yeah, he's he's an emotional guy. He's on the basketball court. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass. He plays hard. You know, he does what it takes to win the dirty stuff, um, if you will. <clears throat> he's a he's a good person though, and people forget that. Um, uh, this article talks about how. He what there was an autism um event in Golden State the other day and he spoke for two hours just off he didn't have to do it he wasn't even scheduled to do it just two hours just talked and talked you know about to these kids uh, with autism about how you know they they're gonna change people's lives like him um and stuff like that and how his teammate Anthony Iani from Michigan State changed his life when it came to stuff like that and looking at people like that so I thought that was really cool. Um, For all those people that say that he's a bad person, screw you.
0: Yeah, I didn't even know about that, but I'll dovetail off that a little bit and say, and yet on the other hand, you have people like LeBron who is a jerk on the court and a jerk off the court and a selfish prick to boot. So... You can like who you like based on how they play. You can not like who you don't like based on how they play. But the bottom line is if you ever took the time to talk to Draymond, listen to Draymond, listen to him talk to coaches, or listen to a situation like this, you'll see that it's not what you see is not what you get. That's his court persona, and he's a champion because of it. And I applaud Draymond for. Uh, the man that he is, not for the basketball player he is, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. All right, my podium, um, I, I kind of was thinking one way, we're gonna go this way a little bit more in the tee-up, and then on the way home today, I heard some, I'll say, awesome news, that the state of North Carolina legislature is, has a bill uh, in the House or wherever they're in North Carolina, uh, an, uh, the Eliminating Participation Trophies Act. Basically saying that, um, as I've said, because trophies were earned, not given when I was a kid, I won like two ever, and those are because I won soccer championships. Otherwise, you didn't win. You got a runner-up medal in basketball. That's the closest you got to a, quote, participation trophy. The state of North Carolina is trying to pass this bill that says... If it is a state or government sponsored, sanctioned, or whatever event, there will be no participation trophies because the idea is to not overinflate kids to think that everybody wins at everything, i.e., life. Hats off, bravo to North Carolina. And it's a shame that it takes government intervention. Now, is this the best? resources for government? Probably not, but look at your president, press secretary, and vice president and tell me that any of them is a resource for the people. No. So let's get to solving things that could solve small things that are meaningful in the big picture, and that is that not everybody wins. Not everybody that applies for that job gets that job. Not everybody that wants that scholarship gets that scholarship. Giving stuff to people for free is is a death spiral for this country and it has been and it starts with sports. It starts with youth sports. You want to give participation trophies, do it in the form of orange peels or you know, orange slices and and juice boxes and, and apple juice or whatever, not trophies. Over inflating the expectations of kids to think that they get what they want is exactly what's fueled what is wrong in sports today. It's what's fueling what's wrong in society today. And I applaud the lawmakers in North Carolina for taking this on because God knows we have enough bad things that are going on that nobody else wants to take on. So let's take on something that maybe is a root cause and might not seem like a big deal to a lot of you, but I guarantee you, if it went back to the way it was in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, when I was a kid, you don't see too many gen xers that behave like that i'm just gonna say that all right let's move to the tee up um i'll tee us up look neither ryan and i are big obviously women's basketball fans here i kind of lamented maybe on the podcast a couple weeks ago that the resort that we stayed at couldn't figure out a remote and get women's basketball off the tv you know tv's there i talked about how you know, the women's basketball could do themselves a favor and not try to play in giant places. I think they did that in Dallas in the Final Four. They actually had a very successful,
1: had a very
0: successful Final Four. Great viewership. Um, great viewership. You know, you had undefeated South Carolina team that played Iowa, who was the story of the tournament because of uh, Caitlin. Caitlin. She is phenomenal. She is female, Steph. I watched her. She's great. She's a fantastic basketball player. I, I didn't really watch much on Sunday. I lost track of time. Honestly, I didn't even know what time the game was on. That's I don't. I just don't have a skin in the game. But a couple things that come to mind when I turned it on, um, I saw her a replay of Caitlin Clark getting a technical for kind of just flipping the ball nonchalantly behind her back. Fourth foul into the third quarter. Game changer when Iowa was on a little bit of a run. Had to play her fourth quarter different. Uh, and then lo and behold, I see how not once maybe but twice or three times people including the gaudily las vegas review dressed lsu coach don't even get me started on what she's wearing and what that makes makes a clown show out of the game to to be honest in my opinion um she actually touched the ref bumped the ref touched the ref got in the ref's face no technical uh, you can look at the makeup of Iowa. You can look up at the makeup of LSU. Look at the makeup of the refs and draw your own conclusions. I'm not going to say anything more than that. But these are things that, you know, the women's game wants to kind of get respect. And they've got a great superstar like Caitlin Clark, who in every TikTok video I saw of her post-game interviews, all she did was deflect the, the praise to her teammates and then the coup de gras. LSU's supposed best player who is admittedly outspoken and says, I don't get any NIL because I tell it like it is. Well, honey, maybe if you'd shut your mouth and get in line, you'd get some NIL money and do yourself well in life instead of just wanting to put on this show. The taunting that you did, the out-of-the-way taunting that she did by waving her hand in Caitlin Clark's face, the ring thing, starting on the court, sought her out after the handshake line, ridiculous. You want to make excuses and say, Clark did that for Iowa. She did. She did that in the final four games. She waved at nobody in particular going down the court and made that gesture. She didn't seek somebody out. She didn't wait for them after a huddle. She didn't wait for them post game handshake line when you should, oh, by the way, be celebrating a national championship to do that in somebody's face. You win with class, you lose with class and I'm telling you, just like I said last week about how Kansas State got what they had coming to them because of the way they acted after they beat Michigan State, LSU in some way, shape, or form is going to get what you got coming to you. So is this girl. Don't even know her name. Don't even want to know her name because it's, that's the that's, kind, of, kind of gross behavior. It's Julian that's,
1: Reese from Maryland's sister. It's,
0: it's just disgusting, and then there's no place for it in sports. Men's, women's, I don't care what sport, don't. Don't even try to make an excuse for it. What she did was uncalled for, classless, ridiculous, and I tee up the entire LSU championship run. It's undeserved. It's undeserved. All right, all right. We're gonna. So, I'll preface this. We're gonna. We're gonna. Yeah, a little different. Usually, Ryan and I we kind of sat there and looked at each other. Usually, you know, we go four downs, we go around the world. You know, you get into kind of this. I call it our silly season between. You know. Now and when, when football talk starts back up, it gets a little bit tough to find topics to talk about. So right. this is going to be more of a probably for the next several weeks. It's going to be a lot of you know a lot of unstructured stuff. You know we'll throw in some some uh, Canadian Mount Rushmore, some Mount Rushmore, some brackets, some fun stuff. Certainly some mailbag. Chris, you're great at sending us stuff. Keep sending it. Anybody who wants us to address something, send it. Got a few of those for today. Today, I would say, without putting any structure around it, we're going to, have to talk about really two things, right? Hoops and the Masters. Yep. So let's start with hoops, Ryan.
1: Um, FAU, great season. Uh, came to a close. San Diego State hits that shot. Um, just unfortunate for FAU. But, I mean, San Diego State played well, came back in that game. Uh, that was fun to watch. And then UConn just did what they did all tournament. They rolled Miami. A Miami team was playing really well. Has they gone, made them look foolish. Have, yeah, really good scoring. Um, yeah, they, they took it to them and didn't really look back. I mean, that was impressive um, in that one. Miami's could be really good next year again um, if they pay these guys millions upon <laughs> millions in NIL again. And then last night.
0: Well, wait, before we get to that, so let me ask you a question. As a former player. Worse, Losing after you've had the lead basically since the 15-minute mark of the first half on a heartbreaking buzzer beater. That was a great shot, a phenomenal release. Almost went out of bounds, didn't. Nothing but net pure. Would you rather lose like that, or would you rather just play... just get bullied into playing like crap and lose by double figures like Miami?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's Not as a fan, but as a player. That's tough, because... You can look at it both ways because you look at it like oh like they were just better than us that day you know they deserved it more if they blew them out but in the if you could lose at the buzzer you're like man we were right there we should have should have won we could have won um, I don't know if I'd rather say we could have won or they were just better on that day probably better on that day um, but
0: yeah from a fan's perspective, I mean, uh, perspective I've seen it I've seen it both ways from Michigan State you know you lose like they did against Kansas State. Um, not quite at the buzzer, but or you lose in a game, you know, where you just aren't in it and you just get blown out. Um, you never want to get blown out, you never want to get blown out on the big stage, you never want to get blown out by a rival. Not that that was what Miami UConn was, but you know, I think about Michigan State made it to the championship game in what uh 09 or whatever it was against North Carolina yeah, and got absolutely bullied. destroyed. Um, I, I tend to agree with you, I think as a fan. It's just hard to take because you, you already nitpick every, every millisecond of the game and if this and if that and shoulda, coulda, woulda. You're going to be doing that forever versus the other is like, oh, yeah, we made a Final Four that year. You know, you're know you not going to really necessarily remember that you got beaten up pretty good. You're going to remember that you lost at the buzzer in breaking fashion. But like right. Ryan said, hats off to FAU. I mean, phenomenal. They, they withstood an early punch from San Diego State. And really should have won. And I'm going to throw out something. Love, love him or hate him. I love Charles Barkley because he tells it like it is. And quote, "If you're FAU, you should never give up a board on a free throw." And that's why they lost the game. My, what's what's my biggest bugaboo, Ryan, in basketball? Free throw, free throw box out. That and biffed layups, which cost me a fifty spot last night. But we won't talk about that until later. Um, you, that's what missed free throws, and San Diego State is actually a pretty good free throw shooting team. They shot it way better last night. Um, missed free throws is why San Diego State won, because they got possessions. They extended possessions. They made FAU exert energy, which makes it harder to make those layups down the stretch. And they got more two-for-ones. They got more two-point buckets than they got the onesie-twosies at the free throw line. So, um hats off to sir charles for calling it like it is but that's really what it comes down to is why florida atlantic lost now give san diego state credit very well coached team um you know very together team no huge star power names but just guys that can play basketball and they played really well in that game and and Yukon played similarly as well against miami and as as good as miami looked in the last 10-12 minutes against texas they were made to look like they were the they ACC champ. They did not look good at all against UConn. All right, now I'll get
1: to tomorrow night, yeah. or yesterday night. UConn starts slow and then just bullied, absolutely bullied San Diego State. I mean, mm-hmm. it got close a little bit, but, I mean, it never felt like there was a shift in momentum. Like, San Diego State was going to come back because UConn was just so good. I mean, play defense. They could score. Their guards crazy. Play, bigs, length, athleticism. Um, good coaching. I mean, they, they were the total package. They were the best team. Um, obviously, they won every game by double digits. Their average margin of victory is 20 points. Uh, A little disappointed dominant. that Nance
0: couldn't point out in his last broadcast that Michigan State in 2000 also won every game by double
1: digits. But well, that's so did Michigan State in 1979, for that matter. But um, Yeah, they were dominant. Sanogo is an absolute animal. So is Klingon. young.
0: Matty, watch his not gonna film. Happen. Not going to He's a little bit thicker than you, but he's your size. Not no excuse happen. for you to not be
1: a game changer like that. That's not going to happen. Um, Hawkins, they, they,
0: they'll be favored to repeat unless they lose a bunch of guys. Yeah, Hawkins
1: will go because he's going to be a lottery pick probably. That guy's Sano got the goal. fastest first step. Holy cow. Great shooter. Newton could come back. He was really good. Caravan, really good. Jackson, really good glue guy. Great point. for really fun to watch. Um, and seeing go state couldn't score the ball. I mean, yeah, like you defense is good, but their offense is putrid. I yeah, mean, they did one not. One of the worst I've ever attack. seen. Honestly. And they
0: kept going at Sinogo and other uh, big clinging, and, and they just kept getting it thrown back at them. It's like, you know, at some point in time, change your game a little bit in the post um, or attack and try to get fouled instead of fading away and whatever else. But. Yeah, I mean, it was never really a game, you know, and as the game's going on, Ryan and I are rooting for a slow bleed to the over, which happened. And all the other things in my six-way parlay happened, except for as apropos for the season, because you heard me complain about it here. Certainly, if you watched games with me, you heard me complain about it. A.J. Hogard, in particular, in his, his smoke show biffs off the glass on layup attempts, uh, old boy for San Diego State, who I will not name his name, missed one with about 50 seconds to go. That would have won me 50 bucks for a dollar bet. Um, yeah, that's why they call it gambling, I guess. Um, all in all, though, tournament-wise, tournament just a fantastic tournament. Um, you know, Very yeah, was the, was the game last night as great as it could have been? No, but, you know, you're, you'd be hard-pressed to argue that you know, better teams would have been there. UConn, in retrospect, it's always easy to look in retrospect, was the best team in the tournament. They, they just worked. They, they, top to bottom they were. Um, the way Danny Hurley coached that team and the way he kind of owned... It was interesting watching him and I became more of a fan of him because I'm not a fan of Duke, so therefore not a fan of Bobby Hurley, therefore by association not a fan of Danny Hurley, uh, a.k.a. Jeff Walgren's doppelganger. But... I really liked how he kind of was self-reflective about how he was distracting his team by the way he handled the refs early in the season or in kind of their skid. And and he changed his approach and started to trust his team. And and I see why. (laughs) I mean, we talked about it another year with Ken Palm. um, Ken Palm rules. Ken Palm being the rule. UConn, number three in adjusted offense, number seven in adjusted defense. Or sorry, Yeah, seven and adjusted defense, and lo and behold, national champion. Um, The San Diego State's offense was not good, but they made them look even worse. And and um, you know their offense didn't. UConn actually didn't shoot that well, but and let's talk. You want to talk blue blood programs? If you don't include UConn, you're nuts because they have now won five Five titles since 1999. They've only lost one game ever in the Final Four. Michigan State? That was Michigan State in 2009. 2009. Um, I mean, and this is the third coach that's led them to a national championship. They were, yes, they were the hottest team at the right time, but they were also, again, as I look at it top to bottom, and Ryan, you said their odds were like plus 1,600 to win it. Kansas, I got at plus 1,200, who was pretty close to the overall favorite. UConn was right there, and they were a deserving champion. They were a great champion. Shout out to Emily on my team at work. Uh, (laughs) Two of the women on my team— um, who don't watch much basketball, while well, Emily watches a decent amount, beat their boss in the tournament. I did all that homework for nothing. I'm not doing homework again next matter. year. It doesn't matter. I'm just going on gut feel from now on because it clearly doesn't matter. Um, hats off to Emily. The only person who picked UConn, won the the TFS pool. UB finished second. Uh, Tony finished third. Sorry, just out of the money. And then your sister, Rachel, with her last place bracket, gets a little bit of her, her entry feedback as well. But... Um, all in all, a very fun, great tournament. Um, already can't wait. And but we're not going to leave college basketball yet because I got a couple. I got a couple things to throw at you.
1: Yeah, it was a really good season overall.
0: All right. Uh, this this is, We'll start with this one. Chris just sent me this like ten minutes ago. I'm guessing you're going to be recording the podcast tonight, so I got a question for you. What would happen if Hunter Dickinson transferred to Michigan State?
1: I think that the whole team would quit. My
0: reply was over my dead body. I, yeah. I, it would never happen.
1: But that's also hilarious that he's in the transfer portal. By the way, after he basically he basically said without saying that it's to get on a team that actually could win.
0: Well, yeah, because Jett's gone. Jett's
1: gone. What's Buffkin's trash? Gone. Buffkin's gone.
0: Dickinson's gone. And proof that the NBA is trash is he's in a top twenty twenty five range jet for a draft pick. Which is ridiculous. Well, game as much defense. as Hunter Dickinson is an idiot, he's a good post player. He's he's good. He's strong. He's a good rebounder. He's a good scorer. I'm telling you, I've said this for a long time. Jawan Howard is leaving for the NBA. I guarantee you, as soon as jobs open up, Jawan is Wouldn't gone. With those guys gone, you're not going to replace that. I'm sorry, transfer portal or not, you're gonna you're not going to replace that because Michigan tried to get Sam or what's his name? Yeah, Terrence Shannon, Shannon last year wanna say Samuel for some reason. Terrence Shannon last year and he couldn't qualify for school, so apparently they still have academic standards down in Ann Arbor. I'm telling you, Juwan goes along with that and Michigan's gonna be a middling program. They're only you know, saving grace the last few years was the fact that Phil Martelli was on the bench because he's a great mind as a basketball coach, but he didn't want anything to do with recruiting. He's in his upper seventies now, or mid upper seventies. Maybe
1: he'll get the job. I don't think he'd want bring back Beeline. Yeah, I'd be that, scared. that would
0: scare me as if a Beeline comes back because he could build that yeah, program up pretty quick. Up but there, yeah, he's getting out there. Um, so yeah, there's your answer, Chris. No way. I, I I would I would have to seriously consider ever donating another dime to Michigan State. And I'm already mad at Michigan State for their latest bs that they put out with you can't say santa claus can't say easter bunny can't say america screw you to my alma mater um all right here's another one so right and this one was from chris a couple weeks ago for your for your post cf cbb pod it might be fun to revisit um pre-season poll and compare wherever and where everyone actually finished obviously we're not going to compare that overall but I did think it was fun to pull up the poll for the preseason poll and just look at a few teams. So that's just a reminder: number one overall was North Carolina, <laughs> didn't even make the tournament. Terrible. Number two, Gonzaga, made sweet, pretty good season, team, right early, elite eight. Elite, eight. elite eight, had a pretty good season. Good season. Number three, Houston, uh, good pretty season. good season. Kentucky was number four, um,
1: eh, kind of, kind of underperformed.
0: Average, lost to Kansas State, Baylor, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, Good. Yeah, they were good. Kansas, pretty good. You know, obviously they got upset uh, by Arkansas. Duke at number seven, overrated as they always are. UCLA, pretty solid there. Um, lost in the Sweet 16, probably should have won that game at number eight. Creighton, number nine, got to the lead yes, eight. Arkansas, season. number 10. mid um, 14 losses. Arkansas, you know, a lot of 15. losses, but they did get to the Sweet 16. Tennessee, 11. Obviously, they got okay. upset early. Um, Texas, 12. They made it to the Elite eight. Indiana 13, pretty, good pretty decent season. Got to the second round. TCU 14, uh, underperformed. A bit. Uh, Auburn 15, they underperformed. underperformed. Villanova 16, obviously they very, very ma- underperformed. A lot of injuries, but didn't make the tournament. 17 Arizona, bounced in the first round by Princeton. Yeah, good regular season. 18 Virginia, bounced in the first round by Furman. 19 San Diego State made the Final Four, good for them. So that's is that the first team I'm seeing here. That's ranked that made the final four. Yeah,
1: UConn was yeah. no one else. Was,
0: Alabama was twenty overall number season, one seed but season, got yeah. bounced early. Oregon didn't make it. Michigan didn't make it. Illinois didn't Illinois didn't make it but lost. Didn't, Dayton didn't, didn't make it. Texas Tech didn't make it. Right? Yeah. Uh Michigan State wasn't in the top twenty five. Made the sweet sixteen. Yukon not ranked. UConn FAU, not ranked. FAU, FAU not ranked. Miami not ranked. Um, this just goes to show you that preseason rankings do not matter.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so we're about ready to get some feedback <laughs> up from Captain. He agrees. Preseason rankings do not matter. Nope, just fodder. All right, that hits basketball unless you got anything else you want to talk about any transfer portal people. Zach, he won just about every award, no surprise, yeah, although I still think Big that's... name in the
1: portal, Caleb Love, LJ Cryer, Hunter Dickers, Dickinson – so, got actually a pretty good amount of Big Ten guys in the portal. What, Penn State's whole roster is in flux. Wow, Shrewsbury leaving. Um, yeah. They lost their best recruit from that class. Um, Rutgers has like three guys in the portal. Um, Michigan State got a good recruit, Kurtang, good yep, shooting guard, like a Joshua good. Langford comp. Mm-hmm. Michigan's lost some guys, obviously. Indiana no um, word yet
0: on Well Hauser we assume is gone although he could come, could back. come but back Walker and Hall no word Wisconsin, yet Wisconsin they
1: could be good next year they'll, I have saw something that said they'll return 90% of their scoring I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing um, yeah they'll
0: figure it out they'll
1: be good Minnesota not good Purdue hasn't really done much Ohio State no and, word on Edie right he hasn't declared either way no, I, wouldn't, I don't think he'll go I don't think he's even going to say anything does he know how to talk no, he just groans. All right, that
0: that's hoops then. So with that, before we get into golf, a quick word from our presenting sponsor. Team Anders Realty will help you find the home that best fits your needs, and they make the process simple and fun along the way. The Anders have served thousands of clients over 30-plus years in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area and are here to serve you today. Learn more at TeamAnders.com. Golf. All right, golf. So Chris threw me another one here. I have a couple questions in here. I know we want to talk about Masters, uh, San Antonio, or the Valero Open in San Antonio. I didn't even realize that's one of the longest running tournaments. It was kind of fun to watch. Corey Connors. Corey Connors won it there as a Monday qualifier four years ago. Then one had a couple guys that were vying for their first ever. It was a win and in for the Masters type of thing. Cooch was right up there. It was, it was pretty exciting to watch, actually. Um, here was here was one from Chris It was just, like, I couldn't even believe it. I haven't read this. I really don't read much about the live on purpose. But
1: apparently,
0: players that are in the live are contractually obligated to wear their team uniforms at the Masters. How will that go over? Will Augusta try to do something to prevent it? Have you heard this at all? Me.
1: I didn't know they were, they had to do it. I thought that they could if they. I won. didn't even
0: know they wore team uniforms. Yeah. What is this like yeah. junior golf, where all, all these yeah. kids well, have you, giant you numbers on Greg, rugby shirts?
1: Greg Dorman said he said he's gonna because he's not allowed in there. He said that if he bought he would buy passes, and then if a live guy wins, they all would rush the green like it's a court storm after winning the Masters. Oh lord, that dude went off his rocker.
0: He and Phil, I don't know what they're smoking. If you've seen Phil, he looks worn he and haggard terrible. and terrible. Like he was on a on a 30-day gambling bender and woke up in the trunk somewhere tied up at his hands and wrists naked because he got the shit beat out of him with a tire iron for whatever nonsense he's got going on. Look, I think the Live Tour had a tournament last weekend. I've yeah. watched none Cookie of it. Can't. I'm not interested in any of it. Um, when we get into talking about player bets, I... Stayed away from somebody who I really liked until he went to the live tour. That's Cam Smith, and who I who plays well at the Masters. I think I picked him to win last year. He finished up right up yeah, he's there. Top five, um, three, You know, it's just like and obviously DJ's a returning champion. Um, Bubba Watson's a returning champion. I just I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested. When is the champions dinner? Is that tonight?
1: Tonight. And so it'd be interesting to see if
0: there's any fallout from that. But oh, I, I don't know. I gust is so buttoned up I don't know if they'll boy if they'll really like but they're also pretty outspoken um, you know in club history and their traditions are their traditions so it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Um, starting with the dinner tonight, any animosity between apparently guys. Apparently
1: Bryson's on some antics already this week. He was saying weird stuff in his press conference. He's all hurt that his buddy Tiger
0: is... won't text him, even though Tiger probably never wanted to talk to him before in his life anyway. No.
1: He said, apparently he was saying something about how, like, oh, like my golf career is just made on bad breaks. And this, that, like, oh, bad bounce here, bad No, you're just a nut job weirdo. Stop. Yeah, um,
0: he was a scientific experiment gone wrong. You actually have to have skill to play golf.
1: Well, apparently he thinks he can just, it's a par 67 to him, so we'll see what he shoots. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We shoots, shoots a 75 a couple years ago. When he goes 75 70, It'll be interesting,
0: I—I I, my guess would be the most well-behaved player out of all of them would be Kepka because I think he wants back in he the does. PGA. I think yeah, he, he saw won. how he was kind of portrayed. One last week, on oh, the I yeah. I think he kind of saw how he was portrayed in the in this the uh, series on Netflix, and I think he kind of realized that he needs a little PR shoe shine action, and and he'd like to kind of go back hat in hand. He's, he's buddy, just kind of buddy with, an, with like Rory and, and yeah. a
1: couple of those guys from from Jupiter.
0: But I you know, Sergio, I hope he misses the cut. Phil, yeah, I, mean, I hope he shoots a hundred. I we go through,
1: go through the guys here and talk about like a brief thing. Abraham Answer. I don't he's a live guy now. I don't know I always wanted to try his tequila but I, I like him. Yeah. I liked him as a player. I don't he played well there I think in twenty twenty. I don't mm-hmm. think he's gonna win no. live guy. Not used to playing semi-cube some amateur Sam Bennett, no. Keegan Bradley, Dark Horse, I think I think he's got a shot at it. Sam Burns missed the cut last year in his first Masters he, he's good, he played well obviously decent. won a couple weeks ago but I don't I don't know if his game necessarily fits Cantlay he's done well in the past but has he ever really performed in a major no, no. I, he had that hot, kind of, he had that
0: heater you know in the FedEx couple, couple years ago he's kind of ago. weird
1: kind of a weird guy he needs to rub in the sunscreen a little bit better uh, he's Ben Carr amateur no Cam Champ no he hasn't done anything all year Corey Connors I think he could be a dark horse as well. Great ball striker, um, won last week obviously, and he's done well. In the striping his passing. drives last week. Yeah, he's he's a good player. Good Fred player. Couples, no fan favorite. No, no. He, but but he I like how to see him make the love cut. how he called Mickelson a nut job a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. he
0: calls out Sergio all the time. Yeah, good good spokesperson for the PGA Tour.
1: Yeah, well, his boom, thing, boom. Is, his biggest thing is don't I like I don't care like. Live, you can do what you want, but don't come in here and talk crap about the tour that I played on for four years and made a living on.
0: Right. That's exactly. his biggest thing. With your, you, with your sports-washed money.
1: Right, which makes complete sense. Um we got amateur Harrison Crow. No, Jason Day. I think he, he's played the best he's played in probably seven. years. He played
0: years. well a couple of years or a couple of weeks ago at the WGC.
1: Yeah, he's he's playing well. Bryson, no, I don't think he even makes a cut. Harris no. English, eh, he's at been I like him, and he's a yeah, he's a guy. But, guy um, but he hasn't played well. The he's kind of dinged years. up
0: last year. I, I hope he plays well. He's kind of a dark Georgia horse guy.
1: guy. Uh, Matea some. Argentinian amateur, no. Dino, I think he's got a shot at this. I do. He's played well. He's played well there before. last year. Remember
0: the year he played on the dislocated
1: ankle? Yeah, I remember that. Crazy. Fitzpatrick, I don't think he's going to do well. I don't think this course suits him.
0: No, but I mean, he lit it up at the U.S. Open, so we'll yeah,
1: see. He didn't do anything in any of the other majors. Fleetwood, eh, pretty good. I think he'd do all right. Good ball striker. Ryan Fox from New Zealand, don't know anything about him. Sergio...
0: Boo! Hope Screw he, you, Kirby Tops.
1: His first drive. He's an ass. I saw a picture of him on his phone there yesterday. That's illegal, literally. He's an ass bag. Taylor Gooch. Taylor, my Gooch itches, um, I, My Richards I hope you fail. I don't. Brian Harmon, the midget man. He's not going to do anything. No. Hatton. He's played well this year. He can do pretty well. I'm liking him more I like because him. of the. I like because him. of he's that funny. series on Netflix. He's kind of funny. Yeah. Henley. He owns his anger. Yeah, he's a, he's funny. Henley, um, he's not gonna do anything. Higa from Japan, I don't think he'll do anything. Hoagie, kind of a dark horse possibly. He's yeah. played he's played well the last year. Homa, I I don't know. He's, he doesn't have a great track record in majors, but you never know. I think Homa's saving up for the U.S. Open at his home course. Yeah, Horschel not usually good in at Augusta, but you know you never know. Hovland. I don't think he'll do great. I'd, he's too yippy with I would, his putter. I would fade him. Mackenzie Hughes, I, he's played well this year. Mm-hmm. I think he could do well. Good Sung J. Eh? Uh, Sung J. M., he's got a pretty good track Ooh. record at, at uh, Augusta. played well last year, led after f- the first round. DJ, um, if the course is soft, look out because he, he can hit the crap out of the ball. I mean, he won there in 2020, obviously. And I think that. He, he's one of the least of the 18 live guys that's in this tournament. He's one of the least to. He doesn't. Say I could
0: anything. tolerate. I could probably tolerate. He
1: doesn't him. say anything. Just he carries. was honest about
0: in that series about why he left. He didn't really need the money, but he did. He liked the more relaxed approach. Whatever. He's not been outspoken about it. He kind of keeps to himself. I, I whatever he he's doesn't he doesn't bother character. me. Yeah, no, he's fine. Honestly, Cam Smith doesn't bother me either. It's just I'm not going to root for anybody that's a
1: live guy. Zach Johnson, no. Siwoo Kim, eh, he's all right, but he's got anger management problems. Tom Kim, I like his yeah. game. He could do yeah, well. He could do well. Yeah, Chris Kirk, he's played well this year. He's kind of got the game for it. He's really good. He's not really super strong or anything, but he's very solid across the board. Kisner. He's played terrible this year. I don't think he has any shot. Kitayama, he's played well this year. Uh, Kepka, out of the live guys, I I think he's going to finish the highest. Um, he's playing well right now. Not
0: really a course that suits him that no, well? No, but when
1: he's, when he gets that, he, I mean, he won for the first time in a while this weekend, and when he starts to win, he's one of the, t- one of the yeah, tougher guys tough to beat. Yeah, he tough when he wins, that's for sure. He gets he's dialed in, in. He's really good. Jason Kokrak, I hope he fails. He's an annoying weirdo. With his MGM sports hat, longer, maybe he'll make the cut. I mean, he's, he did last year. I think didn't he? Yeah, he's yeah great. He's a great consistent. senior or
0: champions tour player.
1: Kaiung Hoon Lee, Kage Lee. Um, don't think he'll do anything. Minwoo Lee. He's played okay this year. Won't we'll do anything. Lowry. If it's wet, look out. I think he can do well. Yeah. He, I mean, does really just that's his thing. He's from Ireland. Um, playing in wet conditions is what he does. Sandy Lyle. I think this is his last master. So. Farewell, um, Hideki. Won two years ago. I don't. He hasn't played well this year, really. Um, McLean, he's an amateur. Rory, can he get the Grand Slam?
0: People will be rooting for him, but yeah, I think there's a lot I, of pressure on him.
1: For him. I don't. I don't know if he can do it. But he's played what pretty decent uh, as of late. I, I just don't think he can do it. I think he'll finish, you know, top twenty. But I don't know if he's gonna win it. Um, Adrian Moronk, don't know who that is in Poland. Never Phil. Get out of here, dude, weirdo. Keith Mitchell, um, sorry, you're not gonna do anything. Larry Mize, no. Molinari, no. He can. are This is his last exempt exemption from winning the uh, 2018 Open. So, and he's been horrible the last couple years. So, eh. Taylor Moore, he won about a month ago at Innisbrook. Um, no, Morikawa. I'd like to say his game plays to it, you know, his ball striking. I just his putters too inconsistent yeah, and too balky. Uh, the putter. No, I don't. I don't buy it. I don't. Kevin Na, no. Joaquin Niemann, no. Alex Nor, no. Uh, Jose Maria Olazabal, no. Um, Jose Maria lost my Louis ball. Louis he's always plays well in majors. It seems I don't think he will this year because he's a live guy. Pereira... Kind of an odd, odd-looking guy. I don't think he'll play well. Um, Tomas Peters, no. J.T. Poston, you know, Southern guy, He could do well, but I don't think he will. Amateur Seamus Power, that's your guy. Um, I like Seamus. Yeah. John Rom. Um. I just don't think the course. Is uh, I don't think he does either. He's a draw. He's a drawer, or I'm sorry, a, a fader of the golf ball, and this is a more of a draw course. I don't think I, I think he's good enough. He's obviously good enough, but right. I just don't. I'd feed, I'd fade him. I don't think he even makes top twenty. Patrick Reed, screw you, fat ass um, cheater. He's a I don't know how they let him back in there. Justin Rose could be a little little bit of. a... He plays well there. Yeah, he could yep. He's a bit of a. Uh, and he's been playing decent this year. Yeah, he's, he had the win at Pebble. Um, kind of getting back into form. Gordon, Sergeant, uh, amateur. Shawflay, I can see him doing well. He's, is a pretty good he's track record. He's been up there worker. in the past, yeah. I just, he hasn't won much as of late. Um, then the, the favorite plus 700 on the odds, Scotty Scheffler. The um, repeat. would not surprise me in the least bit, um, if this man repeats. The short game is so good. I mean, he is, he is every shot, um, the short game, the mental fortitude, mm-hmm. um, Pretty Yeah, Charles Schwartzel. Hell no. Schwartzel. Go back to live. Adam Scott. Eh, no. You want a poor,
0: pretty golf swing? But B.J. I don't Singh. Think so.
1: Cheater. Your old past winner. No. Cam Smith.
0: I think he's got a decent chance. I don't know how I he's do, been playing.
1: I do. He's but but been terrible. Has he. He's not. Probably drinking
0: just drinking beer and fishing. Half yeah, the he's time. been Aussie
1: in Australia a lot. Jordan Spieth. He's the favorite per. Golf Digest. Um, I can see it happening. He's won the last two Easter Sundays, and this Sunday, obviously, Easter Sunday, so... Yeah. And he's got a good track record at Augusta, winning 2015, then just threw up on his shoes in 2016 on the back nine and starting on 13, but... Um, I'm 12, I'm sorry. Is it 12, right? 12, yeah. Then Scott Stallings, no. Sepp and no. Svensson, no. The Gala? He's a good player. I don't think this is his tournament, though. No. JT not a great track record at Augusta he says he wants to win this one bad I mean as they all do but I would love to see him get over that you know just not winning he's got
0: the game for it but he hasn't played particularly he's too, well.
1: too aggressive he's I was listening to a podcast earlier and they made a really good point he's more of a guy that's he's hit, a gambler hit a shot you know put it tw- within 20 feet and two putt make a par and said he goes after a pin and he ends up in trouble and makes mm-hmm. a double mm-hmm. um Got to be disciplined Risk pick reward. your chances, yeah. Harold Varner, um, no. Bubba Watson, no, even though he's won there twice. Mike Weir, no, he's a little. Danny Willett, terrible. Gary Woodland, no. I Tiger, Gary, I like Gary, but he's not going to win. Tiger Woods, uh, the cat himself. Will he make the cut? I think he's going to make the cut. Um, I mean, if it's soft... And he has his putter. I mean, if he just makes pars and doesn't make bogeys, I mean, he's gonna be a, he's gonna finish. Yeah, the and top speaking of five. soft,
0: let's look at the weather. So uh, Thursday, eighty-five, uh, late afternoon thunderstorms, the slight chance. So Thursday is the best day. Friday, seventy-two and pretty rainy. Saturday. 53 and rainy Sunday, 58 Sounds like and rainy. Warmer
1: here than there.
0: The last person who won when it was that cold was Zach Johnson, who is not a big hitter, uh, and was just kind of an accurate guy. Fairways and greens and two putts and take advantage when he could get birdies or eagles as he went. So, if those are the conditions, Ryan and I talked about this a little bit, and then we can get into our foursomes. With the amount of foot action Scotty has, unless somebody wants to hold those feet down, is the wetness put some, gonna hurt him?
1: You, put some, you know, what
0: is what does the moisture do for guys? What does the chill do for guys? I think that's where, to your point, Ryan, somebody like Lowry, somebody like Seamus Power, or somebody like that is from a place where Rory, they play even. more Rory, where they play in crappy weather a lot. Now Rory not as much anymore, obviously, but just keep an eye on some of those guys. I'm not saying that's who's going to win, but if the weather really is that bad, um, you know, it'll be interesting. And will they get done on Sunday? I hope so. You know, they probably will continue to play in threesomes and so on and so forth. So hopefully they can get everything through Thursday, and then, you know, then it's just going to be probably a mud mud contest. You know, don't know that it's going to be a washout, but it's going to be wet and it's going to be soft. But you had a lot of slippage, and especially if you're in the pine straw and so on and so forth. So the yeah, weather, the weather's going to be for a factor, tiger, yeah.
1: especially that leg. I, there's two more. Guys. Yeah, the Cam cold,
0: because that hurt him too. Yeah, the cold yeah. hurt him in um,
1: last last
0: year in, year in, in Oklahoma when it yeah, got um, when it was freezing when it got cold. The one Cam day.
1: Young, I think he can do well. Then Zal Taurus. Apparently, he was sick two weeks ago and he lost eight pounds. How can he lose any more weight? He weighs a hundred pounds. He's tiny. He's played well there, and course, apparently he's changed his putting grip. So that'll, that'll going to go over El well Zorro. Yeah, not great. Now yeah, let's do our pick our foursomes here. I mean, I we went through that list. I kind of gave who I thought's going to be really good. I my four, um, Tony Finau. Um, I think he is he's, he's primed for a big week, big finish. Um, and then the three S's for me: Shafley, Scheffler, and Spieth. Hmm.
0: We have. The three S's. I have the three S's as well, and then my other guy's Keegan Bradley. Okay, I think he's kind of my my sleeper that. pick a little bit. He's part of my five five way parlay on finishes on FanDuel.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, if you're looking for uh, good bets on FanDuel, they do the you know the group best ball. um Takes a group of four guys. Finish
0: top five, top 10, top 20, right. I have top, a lot of top 30, 20, whatever. Pushes. You can
1: get pretty decent odds on them. I'm like in a five leg like parlay for top 20s to Yeah, like I, I bet a dollar to win 90. Plus 20 yeah. or 2000 um, yeah. Win some decent money there. But yeah, I'm excited. Hole in for, one bets, you um, know, like 16,
0: a hole, hole in one on 16 on, I think I bet day three plus 1120 something like that. So there's some fun prop bets. I'm excited.
1: Uh, uh, I'm really excited to watch.
0: You know, now that Jim Nance is done with uh, March, and he looked kind of nostalgic last night with March Madness, and kind of was a little, did you notice he was posturing a little bit because the NCAA guy was, like, right up on him when he was trying to interview Danny Hurley? He kept kind of looking at him out of the corner of his eye. No, I didn't see that. GTFO out of my way. Um, But now he's all Masters and all uh, in golf and football, so, um, you know. It'll be a great call this weekend. I'm hoping Vern's still in the 16 tower. Somebody can can tell him what's going on so we can hear his voice. Um, Yeah, I'd love to watch this tournament. We might have better weather here this weekend. Yeah. Supposed to be in the mid-upper 50s, low 60s, and sunny. What a shock. So it might be actually warmer here and sunnier here.
1: Than in Georgia. That's pretty insane. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, this. It's a... There's four majors, and this this is at the top one of the top of at the top of the list. Obviously, um, it's fun to watch every single year, and it's the it's just the it's just great. I, I don't there's no other way to put it. It's just fun to watch. And I got a Beautiful. question for you.
0: I saw this one. I think it might have been the foreplay pod uh, TikTok page. They were debating how many holes could you last with one ball at Augusta. Zero.
1: I'd probably lose one in the first hole. Well, I mean, let's
0: assume that you have somebody that spots for you and you can
1: find your ball. Like okay, you're could, not gonna, Well, the first hole, I feel like there's not that much trouble. I could get any hole without water. You know, yeah, like, if I got to a hole with water, probably not.
0: Yeah, like 12 into Ray's Creek. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could I think I think could get a few holes, and I'd have to look at the scorecard exactly to see what's OB. I mean, I, my driving doesn't worry me the last couple of years. It's my approach shots or sculling something or dribbling something into the water. I would agree with you. That's that's more apt to happen uh, for me. But, yeah, I was always, always fun to watch this one kind of plop down on the couch. I'm, I'm hoping for high drama, not high drama as in L.A. live players, but high drama as in a close race down the stretch or like kind of a feel-good story. Um, wouldn't mind seeing Tiger make the cut again, maybe contend a little bit. Obviously, that'd be great. Wouldn't mind seeing Rory win. To complete the career Grand Slam, certainly wouldn't mind seeing Scheffler win back to back. I think he's fantastic. I uh, really don't want anybody from the Live Tour, even in the top five, let alone uh, to win the thing. So, yep. uh, hoping that definitely that doesn't happen. But um, you know, this is kind of like the players. You can argue is kind of when people. Were, I mean, we pay attention to golf from the beginning of the year, but. That's when it kinda of really starts to ratchet up a little bit and then now you got this and then the next month you got the PGA and then you got the US open, and then you got the open. So boom, 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 four months in a row we got good golf. So uh, in the meantime, you're definitely gonna have to send us your mailbags, can be on anything, can be on spring football, can be on basketball, transfer portal, doesn't really matter. Um, we're just gonna kinda of go a little bit more what's hot topic wise and follow less of a format and talk to you about what you wanna talk about.
1: Yeah. Should we sprint it? Let's sprint it. All right. Pull up my questions here. With uh, the NBA and NHL playoffs coming up soon here, would you will you watch any of it?
0: Uh, NBA, no. I think the NBA game is garbage. Their viewership is, I think, at an all-time low. I've said very clearly on this podcast before, back in the 80s and into the early 90s, uh, the NBA was great Magic and Bird at their peak and the Pistons and the bad boys and you know, then Jordan rules kind of happened and yes MJ's the GOAT but that changed the game in a way there was still some physicality with Ewing and John Stark and Reggie Miller and all that kind of stuff through the 90s but then as you got into the mid late 90s the NBA kind of fell off the face of the earth in my opinion. I could hardly tell you 10 guys on rosters in the NBA anymore. Yeah, I don't, really I don't know even the follow Red the States. NHL because the Red Wings haven't been that good, but I, I think playoff hockey is as exciting a sport to watch as anything.
1: Yeah, it is fun. I'll probably end up watching a bit of NBA if there's, you know, Michigan State guys like Memphis in it. What Maybe watch for a second. but Maybe. If, so, say the weather is going to be like it is in Augusta, but Say it's, it was going to be 45 in rain. Would you sit through that and watch it? There? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because so you gonna, can buy a reindeer and whatever. Right. it be warm.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: Will Brian Hoyer ever retire from the NFL? Is he on another roster? He's got a two-year contract with the Raiders. Really? And he's like hey. 37.
0: You know what? More power to him. I mean, yeah, he's I'm been a career backup. He gets to play you know, a game or two here and there. He plays in the preseason. He doesn't have to deal with all the injuries. He's making a good living. Play as long as you can. BH, play as long as you can.
1: Yeah. Best freezer dessert. Ooh, that's a good question. Best freezer dessert. Yeah. What do you mean? Like
0: popsicles or yeah, like popsicles or, ice cream? or I- any sort of ice, ice cream. cream
1: sandwich or.
0: Specifically, Heath Bar ice cream bars. Yeah, those are good.
1: Snickers ice cream bars. And I Snickers said Choco ice Taco. Really Choco Taco is good, too. They discontinued them, though.
0: Boo. I think. Yeah, I think they, they did. Snickers, frozen Snickers are great, but I also do like frozen Heath bars, too.
1: All right, that's 118. Let us know what you want to hear um, in the upcoming weeks. As you said, we don't have a ton to talk about aside from golf, and I don't know if um, you guys want to hear that for... Forty-five minutes every week. Um, so let us know uh, if you have any basketball questions, football questions for spring ball, NFL draft. We'll do a, probably a special here. The Tigers were halfway decent. We yeah, they talk won baseball, last night. They won last night. Come yeah. on, first win of the season. Yeah, the Tigers like are one awful. One and one sixty-one. They're awful. Um, Lions. Um, can they do well in the draft? Hopefully, um, we'll see. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening. Um, couldn't do this without you, Um, if you see or if you uh, want to rate us on uh, whatever you want, listen on, give us a rating, leave a comment if you want, tell us we suck, tell us we're good, whatever. Um, Yeah, we appreciate you guys.
0: Alright. Another one in the books. Meantime, as Sir Nick Faldo once said about Augusta, the course is perfection and it asks perfection. Perfection.